This is What's That About? Today we are talking about Kim Jong-il, because we are bloody massive in North Korea. I've checked the analytics. Doing very well in North Korea. I was thinking about North Korea the other day, as I do, and I was thinking that this is a country that has 10 or 15 nuclear weapons. Claimed. Claims that they have 10 or 15 nuclear weapons. And there's pretty good kind of, you know, sources saying they do have at least some nuclear weapons. Yeah. And they say outrageous things and they provoke people and they they do actually, you know, they're violent towards other, other kind of countries. And yet, they're not really taken that seriously in terms of the level of threat. Like, there are lots of other countries that don't have nuclear weapons that America is much more serious in how they kind of respond to them. And I'm just wondering whether how much of this is all of these ridiculous Kim Jong-il facts. Like, is that is that kind of undermining the credibility of North Korea because of these silly leader facts that, that kind of get leaked or what it couldn't be helping yeah cannot be helping surely so i thought what we might do is and because these are absolutely hilarious is take a little bit of a run through some of these facts uh about these former north korean leaders a lot of these facts are from his official biography which you know sort of some outlandish claims he uh has laid claim to and other things are just sort of interesting points but they're all they're interesting so you're saying they're interesting? Interesting facts. Interesting uh, podcasts. <laughs> interesting humans interesting. hosting the podcast. <laughs> okay, I'll kick us off. So old mate Kim Jong-il was apparently born in 1941 in Soviet Russia, I think. But he didn't have a normal birth. He had a supernatural birth. He uh, was born on North Korea's most sacred mountain, and at the moment of his birth, a new star formed and illuminated the sky and the season suddenly changed from winter to spring and a double rainbow appeared. That's a big claim because there's people around that would remember. They would remember that, surely. 1941, surely. They must have weather records. Um, I love that they didn't just stop at a, a, a single rainbow. They they really yeah, went for it with a double rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's always been a good supporter of the uh, lesbian and transgender <laughs> community. So... Not really. Probably not. Probably not. not, Probably not. <laughs> Hasn't ever specified, but good on him. He sent a message. So he's, he's had a supernatural birth, which let's give him credit. That, that could have happened. These things could have happened. <laughs> it's possible. Possible. Official records reportedly showed that Kim learnt to walk at the age of three weeks. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was talking at eight weeks and... Um, Apparently, he wrote 1,500 books when he was at his Kim Tu-Sung University, which was 1,500 books over a period of three years, along with six full operas. And according to the official biography, all of his operas are better than any in the history of music. So, <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> I'm just imagining him walking at three weeks. It's <laughs> um, yeah. He's the best and also the worst. Um, yeah, he's the best and the worst. This next one. Uh, probably less likely. Apparently, in 1994, he played his first round of golf. 
and he claims, backed up by the uh, 17 bodyguards that were observing the game, that he hit 11 holes in one on that round of golf to hit a 38 under par uh, round. And apparently he was so satisfied with his performance that he immediately declared his retirement from the sport. (laughs) Now, the best thing I like about that is the thought process about making that up. So, you can tell he wanted to say 18 hole-in-ones. He's like, oh, that's ridiculous. Who's going to believe that? (laughs) 11's more reasonable. That's That's much more believable. That's much more believable. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to be greedy. 11 (laughs) hole-in-ones. The thing I like about this as well is, is that... You know, any time you try a new sport or a new kind of activity, just before you're about to do it for the first time, there's always a little bit of me that's like, what if I'm really bloody good at this? Like, what if yeah. I just go to archery for the first time and just nail it? I'm waiting for that sport to happen yeah. still. I'm 36. <laughs> it's just not happening. But there is a glimmer of hope that you're going to be amazing. Yeah. I've got another fact here. We've got, he was, so King, Kim Jong-il was a near obsessive film buff with a reported collection of 20,000-plus videotapes. He must have been really cranky when DVDs came in. <laughs> 20,000 videotapes. <laughs> Heads would no have literally rolled back there. Yeah. I reckon he's, he's, he's not holding back the internet because he doesn't want them to gain information. I reckon he just got a really, really good Pentium 486, <laughs> and he's not internet-capable, and he wants to have the best computer. <laughs> Commodore 64, maybe. <laughs> Another one. And this is one of those ones where you're like, I don't know why the biographer would have um, included this or why would they have made this up. But apparently, he didn't defecate. Yeah, that's one of my favourite facts. Didn't defecate. Didn't do it. So weird. That is just a really like, why odd would Because it doesn't make him seem... Like, I assume the idea is to make him seem, you know, beyond human or mm. super... It's just weird. Where's all that food going? What other Kim Jong-il facts do you have up your... Your khaki uh, safari suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I as I previously mentioned, massive film man. His favourite films included Rambo, Friday the 13th, Godzilla, and The Eternal Bosom of Hot Love. That was one of his favourites. <laughs> is that a, is that now, a porn movie or what is that? I don't know. I actually can't find much information on it. But The Eternal Bosom of Hot Love, everyone loves The Bosom of Hot Love. <laughs> But he really loves the eternal bosom. It's, it's got to be eternal for Kim Jong-il. <laughs> great film. One of the great... You present, you present a bosom of hot love to him. Is it eternal? Nah, not interested, thanks. <laughs> it's got to be eternal. Beautiful. <laughs> I read that he wanted to kind of eliminate short people from North Korea. And he was, he's only five foot two himself. So he's <laughs> pot kettle. Um, <laughs> so what he did was he handed out pamphlets to people saying that he had a wonder drug that would make them taller. And when they responded to the ad to go and get the drug, he sent them away onto these uninhabited islands. Um, so they, they couldn't kind of procreate their short genes. Couldn't they procreate on the island? I think that then they were just away from North Korea populace and they just were kind of a new generation of... Short people on their own island. I wonder what happened to that island. We should, we should investigate. I'm not looking into that. The old short island. It's just a bunch of short people there. It's so weird. The, the, the thing that's kind of tinged in all of these is like, he's clearly very, very wealthy 
And apparently he has like $4 billion that he kept offshore in case things ever, you know, go up in smoke. He can escape to Europe and has $4 billion he can access. $4 billion. $4 billion. Wow. But the average income of a person in North Korea is $1,000. Yeah, there's terrible, terrible... Oh, awful. ...sort of humanitarian issues there. He's pretty crazy. And apparently when he, when he died... They, I think it was it was eighty two. I think when he died, and the whole country had to mourn excessively, and some of his staff were deemed not to be mourning enough, and they were put in jail for the rest of their lives. Like it's a, it's a really frightening place by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. But then you contrast that with the fact that Kim Jong Il went around claiming he invented the hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he called it the double bread with meat. Did he? Is it <laughs> doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Not so good on the marketing, Kim Jong. Double bread with... Ma- very descriptive, so you've got to give him that. <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting. It's good marketing. It's almost like, you know, the McDonald's, two old beef patties, lettuce, cheese, pickled onions on a sesame seed <laughs> yeah. bun. He's taken that and he's simplified it right down. <laughs> he also, uh, apparently, he could control the weather with his moods, as if by magic. <laughs> as if by magic? It's his mood. What else could it be if he's claiming that? <laughs> and he also gets... Uh, he has female... We had female staff members inspect each grain of rice to check it adhered to standards of length, weight, and color. That's reasonable. <laughs> you don't want to skew a grain of rice. That's true. It'll ruin a meal. <laughs> Apparently, he built a city that was like a Hollywood movie set so that people in South Korea could look into this pretend city that was all the buildings were empty, but they had like timers on for the lights and stuff. So it looked like this really beautiful place to live just to kind of keep up the facade that North Korea is doing really well and you'd want to, you're jealous that you can't live here. Like this big pretend city. Like near the border. Yeah, near the border. He also, recent satellite images, so probably in like 2011, Satellite imagery showed that he'd installed a series of loopy water slides. <laughs> the, the thought of him just <laughs> coming down a water slide, it makes me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> For some reason, I'm just imagining him doing the whole loop-to-loop with a straight face. Like he's just not, yeah, yeah. Smooth, not smiling at all. Gets shot out the bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the thing about the the kind of the biographers making up all these facts about him. If you had your own biographer and you could make up your own facts, what would you come through with? What would your fa- what would your don facts be? What would my don facts be? Um, well, you know, you know the Yocta mum. Yeah, yeah, they're all mine. That was <laughs> just that's how potent my sperm is. That's. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember the time that you got interviewed for a, I think this was like at the one of those soccer club promotional things where you could win a bucket load of money, and they were interviewing people at the front saying, you know, what would you do with a hundred thousand dollars? And everyone was like, oh, pay off my house, I would go on a holiday, I'd buy a Ferrari. <laughs> You're rock up, and they go. What would you do for, you know, $100,000 and you've gone, uh, buy a really good pair of pants? Yes. <laughs> a really good pair of pants. A really good pair of pants. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was, <laughs> oh, that was excellent. 
<laughs> Classic Don. I had a little, little look into his son, the current leader, who mm. I think he's in his early 30s, and I think he's one of the youngest world leaders, which, given their their access to kind of military weapons, is actually seriously concerning. But apparently mm. he also was an early starter, where they claimed that he learnt to drive when he was three. <laughs> <laughs> And he won a yacht race when he was nine. Really? <laughs> I just love how specific they are in their lives. Around. Why a yacht race? Where did that come from? That's, yeah, that's pretty good. He's also quite short and he has his haircut. Where, have you seen the haircut? It's kind of like completely shaved around the side mm. and quite, quite sort of buffy on top. And so now that haircut is now compulsory for North Korean university students. Really? They have to have that haircut. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I also now, no, there's, a lot, there's a lot of human rights abuses happening in North Korea. That is right at the top. <laughs> He's right. That is the worst. <laughs> I read that in North Korea, when you go to get a haircut, they present you with a catalogue of 28 types of haircut, and you have to choose one of those 28. Yeah, I think it's 10, 10 approved haircuts for men and 18 for women. That is awesome. That, <laughs> Just, I'll have that one. That please. saves me a lot of stress. I would, I would like that as a system. To be fair, you couldn't be losing that much sleep. You've had the same hair since you were six. <laughs> <laughs> so have I. We've had our hair has not changed. Nah, just, no just in length. You can you can trust nah. this haircut. <laughs> it's honest. You can set a watch to it. That was the thing I thought when I watched it. I'm like, the way they wrote the article was they could only have this limited list of haircuts to choose from. I'm like, that's heaps. Yeah. You don't yeah, that's, you need any more than twenty eight hairstyles. Yeah, that's twenty seven more than I've ever had. Twenty seven too like, many. Let's be honest. <laughs> Pick one when you're three and you stick with it. That's my philosophy. <laughs> um, yeah, never got into the bowl cut, never got into the uh, flat top, the undercut. They, they were all... I did have a bowl cut. I was trying to be cool at one point and I got a bowl cut. And then I think I wanted, like, undercuts were really big at the time, but I had short hair. So she kind of gave me a bowl cut and then tried to show that she had undercut it by about three millimetres. <laughs> <laughs> what a show pony. Um, a couple of interesting random North Korea things I discovered was that apparently in the, I think it was the late 60s or early 70s, North Korea actually captured a US Navy ship, which really? I'd never heard of that before. And they held the 82 sailors hostage for nearly a year. And they, North Korea still has the, the ship as a bit of a trophy for, for doing that. I thought, oh, I didn't, I didn't. And what happened to the crew? I think all of them except one survived and went back to America. And I think one of them was killed in the, the capturing of the ship. Hmm. My last fact about Kim Jong-il, probably not worth mentioning, but I'll do it because I've got it. He was known by more than 50 names, including Dear Leader, Supreme Leader, Our Father, The General, and my favourite, Generalissimo. <laughs> which is great because... To me, that sounds like he's just released, like, a, an Italian restaurant or something. <laughs> it's the Bellissimo Generalissimo. <laughs> you get a double scoop of the Generalissimo, thanks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There'll be no toilets there. Not needed. <laughs> um, so, that is Kim Jong-il and Kim Jong-un. Uh, what are they about? Um... That'll probably do it. We're still not we're still not quite sure. <laughs> um we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.